Hello again, everyone, and welcome again to our podcast, Some Assembly Required. This podcast is about discovering and activating the tools that we all have already inside of us and using it to using them to build out the life that we deserve, that we should have, that we desire. But we, it, it, it's ultimately, the point here is you have the tools within you to begin to build that life before we even begin to look externally and get anything else. We can find these tools and begin to activate and to use them to get the life that we desire and that we should indeed have. Thank you all for joining. So last week we spoke about um, the tool of self-awareness. And we said that self-awareness had within it uh, like a toolkit. There are seven pillars or seven tools within the toolkit of self-awareness that we can begin to activate, develop, uh, and use to build our life out. Um, Let's go over those tools real quick, and then we'll jump into what we wanted to talk about today. They were values, passions, your aspirations, your values, your passions, your ideal environment, your strengths and weaknesses, and your impact on others. Now, these uh, are important that we begin to define them or discover them uh, and begin to build them, use them to build out um, our lives. So we spoke last week or last episode rather on values and we spoke about passion. Values are uh, core beliefs. They are principles that we hold dear to our heart. They are uh, things that are important to us. They basically determine uh, the decisions that we make in life. They determine uh, the type of relationships we end up in, the type of jobs. Everything that you see in your life is a result of a core value that's at the center of your belief system. And it's not particularly one core value. It can be core values. For example, we spoke about if you one of your core values is to live from a place of bravery so you do not let fear determine decisions in your life or determine the things that you do in your life uh, because you're going to live from a place of bravery let's say you are someone who your core value is to be adventurous it means everything you will only all your decisions will only ever point to something adventurous yeah, it's got to be an adventure. It's got to be exciting, right? Uh, and some of you may want to be, uh, your core values to be contribution. You love to contribute to, or it is important rather to you to contribute to something, to someone, to a movement. It doesn't matter. Contribution is your core values. But it's important that you develop core values because that is what is, that's what. Uh, will guide your decisions in your life, your core values. Your passions was the other tool we spoke about, which is the thing that you enjoy doing. It's that thing or things that you enjoy doing. Uh, and, And that simply means what will get you up out of bed in the morning, you're tired, you're not even feeling that well, but you'll still find a way to do this thing because you are passionate about it. 
right? It drives you, right? It, it sets you on fire. You'll be tired. You'll be stressed out. But I am okay doing this thing because I love, I just love doing this thing. Uh, so your passions, find what they are, discover what they are, and begin to align your life with the passion uh, that you have along with your core values. So that was last episode. We spoke about those tools in the toolkit of self-awareness. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about, um, I think about three or four of them as much as I can squeeze into this episode. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to talk about your aspirations. We're going to talk about your ideal environment and your strengths and weaknesses. This is really important that we begin to discover and activate these. So why aspirations? Why is it important for you? To discover your aspirations. Why do you need to even have aspirations? First things first, aspirations are basically experiences and uh, experiences that you, oh, th- let me say it this way. I'll get it together. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, an aspiration is what we want to experience or achieve. An aspiration is what we want to experience or achieve in life. And so, that could mean uh, your, your inner life. What do you want to experience? Do you want to experience love? What kind of relationship do you want to experience? Do you, you know, what kind of uh, passions do you want to, to have? What kind of feelings do you want to have? And what kind of thought process, what kind of mindset do you want to have? You have to aspire to it. Aspirations give you something to look forward to. Aspirations keep you or keeps you rather in a state of growth it gives you hope uh it gives you uh what do you call it faith it feeds your faith because you have something that you are looking forward to you are working towards it's not just the same monotony every day it's not just the same thing every step you make and everywhere you look there is well, I see it all the time on um, social media. Uh, they'll say something to the effect of <clears throat> uh, uh, relationship goals or, um, you know, career goals. Or it's an aspiration. It's a, a state that you would like to experience, a state of being that you would like to experience. It is something you would like to um, ascertain, to achieve. It is important that you find Uh, things to aspire to find what you and all of us have aspirations whether we know it or not we you know you don't ask the right questions and you won't get the right answers and if you are not checking things that you would like to become what you would like to look like where would you like your career to be where would you like your relationship to be where would you like your health and fitness to be where would you like your finances to be if you are not looking at that and making a goal to aspire towards it, it, um, it, it leaves you in a place where you are not growing. And so it's important and you have nothing to look forward to. And now you're hopeless. Now you start getting up saying things like, what's the, what's the point? It's never going to happen anyway. Nothing is, is, is any different than the next day. So we need aspirations to keep us looking forward. We need aspirations to keep us in this uh, constant state of growth. Because you grow as you pursue the things you aspire and the experiences you aspire uh, to achieve. And so aspirations are important. You have to um, 
set aspirations in your relationships. You have to set aspirations for yourself all of your life. You have to have a goal. You're making 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 uh, every six months or a year or something like that. Aspire for more. Because your finances being in a good place gives you for not just financial stability and peace of mind when you're not worried about where the next money to pay the next bill is coming from. Uh, but it gives you options. Money gives you options. Financial security and financial freedom gives you options. So there, there are levels that you can uh, aspire to. So set goals that you want to aspire to in your finances, in your relationship. Maybe in your relationship, there is uh, communication issues. <clears throat> Think about where you would like your communications to be between yourself and your partner in the future of your relationship, right? Think about where you want uh, your career to be. Where do you want to be as far as the work you do or the career that you have chosen? Where do you want to be as far as doing things that have substance and purpose? You, you set these aspirations because once you begin to reach milestones, as you pursue these aspirations and goals, you begin to feel a sense of satisfaction. You begin to feel a sense of um, excitement because you are getting things out of life that you actually want. Because you had somewhere you were trying to go and it's like being in, uh, in a car driving to a destination and you look up at the sign and the sign says <laughs> uh, 10 miles to go to whatever your exit is, five miles to Miami Beach exit or something like that. And when you see that, you're like, oh man, we are almost there. That's what it's like as you are climbing the ladder to your aspirations, you're hitting milestones and you're getting closer to the thing that you have always aspired to. You get motivated to keep going. You get uh, excited, you get uh, filled with hope, uh, your faith all of a sudden is increased because aspirations will bring or reaching your aspirations will bring a fulfillment and a satisfaction and just straight up a blessing that you I can't even uh, put into any more words than I've just put it into now. And so aspirations are important to build out in your life, to build the life that you desire, life that will make you happy and fulfilled. So we must work on aspirations, right? Unpacking our aspirations, writing them down, write down our goals, write a plan as to how you're going to get to that goal and begin to work that plan. It's in you already the ability to uh, have an aspiration, to have a goal. That's, that's all it is. It's already in you. So write down uh, your inner life, your outer life and categories uh, some of the four, one of the four, or there are four, I should say, categories in all our lives. That's your social life deals with your relationship, your financial life deals with your, your money, your relationship with yourself, even which comes, I suppose, on the social, uh, your spiritual and your physical, right? So uh, write those categories down and begin to write out aspirations for all of those categories. And that's both for your inner and your outer life, right? Career, write down what your aspirations are. If you don't have one, discover, 
Find out what you want it to be and write it down. Your relationships, your finances, uh, uh, write it all down um, and begin to work on that. You will find yourself as you begin to get closer to the goals that you've written for yourself that you get a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction as you should in your life. The fourth tool in the toolkit of self-awareness uh, is ideal environment. I like this one because all of us uh, have the ability to grow in an environment that's conducive to growth. All of us have the ability to be productive and creative. Uh, I should say even more productive and more creative uh, and grow even more uh, profoundly when we are in an environment that is conducive to growth. And so it's important that we uh, either create, recreate, facilitate anything that basically is an intentional decision uh, or intentional step. It's important that we make those steps. We make that decision intentionally and take those steps rather to put us in an ideal environment. Uh, there is an ideal place for you to grow emotionally. There are some people you should not be around if you want to grow emotionally. Other people who are not emotionally intelligent, who cannot control themselves. People who lack discipline, people who are indecisive. And we are around these folks all the time. That's not facilitating an environment for growth, for emotional growth, for mental growth. You've got to not find yourself around people that feed your potential. Positive people, hopeful people. That's, that's being around folks uh, and friends, if, with air quotes, I suppose, because really if they're your friends, they, they're feeding into you and pouring life into you, not tearing you down. So for, to facil facilitate emotional or mental growth, stay in an environment that's positive, that feeds your potential, that's hopeful, that uh, people, uh, people and places that are purposeful and uh, consumed with having a purpose and fulfilling a destiny. Stay away from unstable people, you know? Uh, if you want to grow in your relationships, it's the same idea with your relationships, your career, your finances, spiritual growth or physical, such as your health and fitness, Find yourself in an environment that will feed and help you to proliferate and help you to just uh, uh, explode like a rocket trying to get into space, right? So your relationships, don't be around other people that are not trying to be faithful or not trying to have integrity, right? That uh, talk to you instead of talk to their partner, they want to talk to you about their partner. Yeah, stay, stay away from those people. Stay in relationships and places that facilitate growth for your relationship, for your career. Same thing. Uh, you, you want to find yourself in a place where you're constantly growing uh, within your career. That simply means if you are in sales and you want to grow as a salesperson, then you better yourselves as a salesperson. Read something. Take a course. Uh, take a course, study all the folks that are successful salesmen and salespeople uh, in your industry or books that they've written. And when you get better 
in terms of your knowledge and understanding principles uh, and practical knowledge, you'll see that your career will begin to grow. Keep yourself in a place, in an environment that facilitates that growth. Health and fitness, an easy one. Find yourself in the gym. Everybody in there pushing rates, running, doing weirdly, <laughs> weirdly, uh, weird contortions to, to get that, that unique muscle that nobody else seems to be getting, but they're going to get it. They're consumed with being fit. Hang around people that talks about he eating healthy and a better diet. Feed yourself or set the environment up. You're always listening to or reading a book or uh, um, or watching something that has to do with a better diet. Financial growth, same thing. Feed yourself. Hang out with people that are financially successful. Read information about finances and about accounting and how to be better at your personal finances. Spiritual growth, some of that is church. Some of that is just simply prayer. Some of that is reading uh, your your Bible. Sorry, I'm a Christian, so I can't refer to anything else. But read things that will feed your spiritual uh, growth. And so ultimately what I'm saying is uh, your ideal environment is uh, anywhere that facilitates growth. And you must take some time out in these different categories I mentioned and any others that you can think of that I might have missed because these are really just examples that I've, I thought of and wrote down to uh, talk about. Um, develop, find what that environment is that will facilitate the growth and stay away from an environment that stunts your growth, okay? So that was number four, ideal environment. Uh, that's a tool that you've got to discover and begin uh, to unpack and use it to build uh, out your growth yeah, anywhere you are uh, and I can even make it more practical uh, I'm a musician I've done production I do writing and obviously I do speaking uh, and my most ideal environments where I can really crunch out my notes or where I can write down uh, uh, great bullet points is usually in the middle of the night I get and the most creative I get and the most productivity as it relates to um, the, the stuff we're talking about, I do it in the middle of the night when it's quiet, when everyone's asleep and no one, there's no one uh, bursting through doors uh, asking me for anything or phone isn't vibrating. I just, I'm at peace because I know they're all asleep. I don't have to worry about that. And I relax, get my bottle of water and get on with it, right? That's my ideal environment for productivity in, in terms of what we're doing here. And you have to find what that is because it will help you to get so much done in so many areas and grow um, just prolifically, just ridiculously, if you can get in that ideal environment and are able to not just facilitate it in terms of relationship or career or the knowledge or the, the people you hang out with and the community you become a part of, but if it's simply an environmental or physical environment thing, find what that is. Used to wonder why I'd go into studios and the lights be all dim. It's like, can't can you guys see the knobs and stuff to turn on the mic and turn volume up? Like, why is it so dark in here? But it facilitated for them a creative mood to get the most out of uh, the the production. And so that's ideal environment. You've got to discover what your ideal 
environment is and maximize that. Then there are your strengths, number five, and your weaknesses, number six. We gotta discover uh, what those are. Why do we need to discover our strengths and weaknesses? First of all, whenever you don't know what you're strong at and what you're weak at, it is not to your advantage in life at all. You end up leading with a weakness and looking crazy and failing at things that you didn't have to fail at because if you had known that this is not your strength, um, you wouldn't have walked in or led with that. You would have led with your strength, not your weakness. Now you have a reputation for not being very good at this or not being very good at that because you led with your weakness. You're not a good technician, you're not a good driver, you're not a good speaker, you're not, and, and it's not that you can't develop your weakness, you just don't lead with it. You acknowledge it and you work on it, but you lead with your strength. So the first thing you have to do is discover what your strengths are. If you are a great communicator, you lead with that and everything that you're doing in all areas of your life, you lead with your strength. Uh, if you're a, a strong leader, you have strong leadership qualities, lead with your strengths. Administrator, persuader, uh, a strong skill you have or a talent that is a strong point for you, lead with that in all areas of your life. Then you acknowledge what your weaknesses are and work on them till they become strength, uh, strength. And now you have a lot more strengths you can lead, you can lead with. Uh, I'll give you an example in my own life. I do IT, um, information technology. Uh, specifically, I did uh, from PC support, uh, server administration, and now I deal a lot more with uh, cloud services and cloud computing. But there was a time that I would go for positions and jobs that were coding. And coding is not my strong point in IT at all. So of course I would never get the jobs or I would get the jobs and I would be terrible at it because that was, I was leading from my, my weakness, from my weak point. If you lead from a weak point, you're more likely to fail. You know, it's kind of like walking on a leg that's broken and it's not had the time to heal and become strong. So it's weak. So you're likely to break your leg again, all because you didn't wait for it to heal. You didn't wait for it to become strong before you started walking on that leg again. And so it's important to not lead uh, from uh, your weakness, lead from your strength. Whatever, find what you are good at and go for jobs in that area. Find where you are good at in the relationship and lead with that, but also develop that. And if you're a strong leader, go for leadership positions. <laughs> go for leadership uh, everywhere you go, in your job, at home, at church, wherever, uh, because that's your strong point. Hmm? If you have a natural skill when it comes to a certain, you know, I don't know, doing here then <laughs> go for that. Go for jobs and career, well, jobs and career and work in that area and develop that. But if you are terrible at plumbing, don't go messing with nobody's pipes, man. Just stay, <laughs> stay away from that. Hmm? And then work on those weaknesses, develop them, uh, and, and align your life with your strengths while you are working on your weaknesses. There is a website that, um, 
I will put out um, I would put out on a link on my uh, Instagram site and on here as well if possible that you can go to it's a resource I mean quite a few of them but I like this one quite a lot is 123test.com forward slash personality test and what it does is it helps you to pinpoint uh, and there's more than one there's quite a few there's the Enneagram there's disc there's uh, Myers-Briggs there's quite a few of them any one of those will work perfectly fine just to help you to discover uh, in a, a more in detailed area detailed areas of your life what your strengths and your weaknesses detailed areas of your personality I should say what your strengths and what your weaknesses are because you've got to know you can't fix what you don't know you know what I'm saying and so you want to learn where you're strong and lead with that but at the same time acknowledge your weaknesses and um, beef them up just like the example I mentioned about the leg put it in the cast get some crutches sit in a wheelchair until it recuperates same with your weaknesses uh, you, you take care of them, protect them, but build them and feed them until they become robust. And now it becomes a part of the strength teams, strength team. So today we spoke about aspirations. We spoke about ideal environment and we spoke about our strengths and our weaknesses. Uh, I think I'll stop. There's only one minute, one more to go in the self-awareness toolkit. And we'll talk about that and other things in our next episode um, so of um, some assembly required. Listen, I appreciate you coming to join. I hope some of the things we said in here, all of it, I know it's fantastic. These are things I've applied myself and taught in workshops and uh, gotten testimonials. I know that these are things that will help you when you begin to discover who you are. Uh, and become more self-aware, become aware of your strengths, your weaknesses, and you become more aware of what's your most ideal environment for growth and productivity. You become aware of your aspirations and you lock into them and maximize life. As you hit your milestones, you uh, become aware of your values and your passions, your life already just with these tools begin to become more fulfilling and become more satisfactory and you begin to enjoy (laughs) begin to enjoy life even the more because you are aligning your decisions with all these self-awareness tools right and so until then live full and die empty Thank you so much for uh, joining us for this episode of Some Assembly Required. Don't forget to subscribe uh, or follow so that you will get alerted whenever there is new content and a new episode. You can follow us at Some Assembly Required Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, You can also follow myself, K. Andrew Gilzine, on all things K. Andrew Gilzine, which is Instagram. Uh, Twitter and on Facebook. Let's continue to discover and activate these tools so we can begin to maximize our lives, live full, and die empty. 